Ready to add a big dose of positivity and empowered perspective to your day? You've come to the right place. Welcome to She Said, She Said podcast. I'm Laura Cox Kaplan. Here, we tackle everything from imposter syndrome and confidence building to the best advice on how to lead yourself through life pivots, including the ones that knock you flat. For the past three years, I've talked to hundreds of experts about their stories. Here, you'll find their actionable advice and lessons, as well as my own tools that you can put to use in your own life. Stick around. I think you'll find this investment in you well worth it. Hey friend, happy spring. The flowers are blooming here in DC and the cherry blossoms and dogwoods are just bursting with gorgeous pink and white color. I can hear the birds tweeting outside my window. And I even have a couple of cardinals, who, which are my favorite, who've taken residence out in the backyard. Many of us are getting vaccinated and we're feeling more comfortable about seeing and spending time with friends and loved ones. So it feels like this time of incredible renewal, doesn't it? It's also the perfect time to think about refreshing. And that includes areas beyond just what we typically think of as spring cleaning. I am not going to talk to you today about closet cleanout. Honestly, I stink at it. <laughs> Instead, we're going to talk about a different approach to spring cleaning. Essentially, spring cleaning your goals and your personal network. If you're like me and you set personal and professional goals at the new year, April is the perfect time to pull those out for a quick end of the first quarter assessment. Now that sounds a little corporate, doesn't it? And it is. Quarterly reviews, whether corporate or personal, can be incredibly effective in managing progress toward our annual goals. Thinking about personal development in this way is the real secret to staying on track with the things that you have committed to yourself that you want to accomplish by the end of the year. In my own experience, goals are really difficult to achieve when you don't take them out and review them, or at least keep them somewhere where you can see them on a daily or weekly basis. I recognize we are all incredibly busy, so setting aside time at the quarter to dust off your goals and remind yourself of what you told yourself was important at the start of the year can provide you with that time you need to really evaluate where you are and how you're doing, to essentially look at what progress you're making and then also identify those areas that can be tweaked. One tip that I find particularly helpful is to challenge yourself to do what your boss typically does. Review and assess, as honestly as possible, three things. First, what you're doing well. Second, what needs improvement or maybe areas where you haven't made as much progress. And three, what you've learned. This works best when you write down your answers to those questions. As part of this, also write down two or three mini goals that you can focus on between now and the time of the next quarter to recalibrate and show some progress. The third part of this assessment where you write down what you've learned over the quarter, including and especially the areas where you fell short, is really, I think, one of the most important parts. 
I'm a big believer in making sure that even when setbacks or failures happen, that they're calibrated in positive terms. So a really helpful way to think about this is to ask yourself, what have I learned? And if you're someone who tends to be pretty tough on yourself, this can help you look at your performance a bit more objectively and also more positively. When you look over what you wrote and where you're having trouble, take note if it relates to lack of time. Time management can be a challenge for so many of us. And a great exercise to help you get more clarity and control over this is to start tracking your time by the hour or even the half hour if you can. Now, it's not as bad as it sounds. Many of you may be rolling your eyes about right now, but I promise you it's not that difficult. Just write down or log in your phone every hour or half hour of your day and do this for a week or maybe two, maybe a month, and that really depends on how regular your schedule is. Then color code those areas into specific buckets. Take a look at where you're spending your time and see what that tells you. Specifically, what does it tell you about where you're spending your time in proportion to your priorities and your goals? Most people find some real surprises when they do this, even if they're pretty organized. It's always helpful to take a look and really audit where we're spending time. One other area that I think is especially helpful to add to your quarterly review list is an area that's often overlooked, and that is your personal network. We all recognize the value of building and maintaining a strong network of people who can provide us with feedback, support, and perspective, and to whom we can turn to for advice. But those networks can become a bit stale if you're not regularly thinking about how you can continue to refresh the talent in your network. Now, I'm not suggesting that you stop calling your longtime mentor, but instead, Think about this as an additive exercise. Think about what additional perspective might be helpful, but might currently be missing from your current network. What topic is important to you, but that you don't have someone who's advising you specifically on that topic? And then who might fit the bill? And how might you use your existing network to connect with that person or those people? This exercise enables you to think strategically about where you're getting advice and whether it's broad enough for what you need as you grow and evolve in your career. I really want to underscore that point. Growth and evolution is the name of the game, but you need to make sure that your network, your team, your personal board of advisors, your tribe, whatever you call the group of people that advises you is also keeping up with you. Another important element of this is to think about diversity of perspective and point of view when you think about your network. I talk about this a lot on this podcast because I think it's often overlooked and the value of having that diverse perspective is not always well understood. Learning to build bridges with those who think differently than we do can be a real differentiator for you. Those are often the relationships in my own network that really challenge me and make me think. 
I am especially grateful for the She Said, She Said podcast network, including you and the incredible guests that I talk to and share with you each week. Their perspective and yours broadens my own, and many of my guests are women who have become part of my own network. It's become something of a constant refresh for me, and I absolutely love that. When you think about your own network, I would urge you to think very creatively about ways for building out those relationships. You don't necessarily need to start a podcast to do this, but think creatively about the ways that you can make sure that you're getting the best and most creative perspective possible. I promise you it will pay you big dividends in the long run. Good luck as you tackle the second quarter, and please let me know what you thought of this advice. I'd love to get your perspective and your ideas on how you're keeping up with your goals and ways that you keep your network refreshed. I'm constantly working to fine-tune the topics that we discuss on She Said, She Said podcast, and most of all, I want them to be valuable to you, so please let me know. Now, before I let you go, I need your help. If you're enjoying She Said, She Said podcast, I would love to hear from you. And there are several ways that you can contact me and send us some feedback. The first, if you are listening on iTunes, is to click the review button there, give us five stars, and then write just a few words about why you listen to She Said, She Said podcast. Those comments help others who are looking for podcasts like this one to find it. And I also love hearing from you. You can also direct message me on Instagram at Laura Cox Kaplan or at She Said, She Said podcast. And finally, you can use the contact link at the She Said, She Said podcast.com website to send me a message as well. Be sure to include why you listen and what we can do to continue to improve this content and make it even more meaningful for you. Friends, most of all, I am so grateful that you've chosen to spend some time with us today. I hope you found this little investment in you well worth it. I'll see you next time. Until then, take care.